Yo, 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 guys, welcome back. My name is Andrew Puckett. I'm the host of the Renegades Experience Podcast. I think something that I've been really meditating on today is gratitude and peace, especially in circumstances that don't usually cater towards those feelings. But anyways, we're going to jump into that and some other things today. Thanks for tuning in. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Andrew Puckett. I'm a musician, I'm a creative, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur, I'm a business owner, and I'm a soon-to-be real estate investor. Bottom line you need to know about me is, I'm a renegade. From 14 years old to 20 years old, I dialed in on my hustle and my grind. I did high school in three years, I did college in three years. I raced for the best team in the country for triathlon. I was back-to-back two times, youngest competitor in collegiate nationals. I've worked with record labels across the world. I've started my own businesses here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out the 704. And I want to use this podcast to inspire people, create a community, and connect individuals to ideas. Thank you for tuning in. So I think that before anything else is said, really, I think it's important just to set the tone. It's been a not a great day, needless to say. You know, a lot of difficulties, a lot of things have happened over, you know, honestly, even the, the weekend up until now, it's Tuesday. Actually, it's Wednesday morning right now at 12.15. Now that I'm finally getting able to record this, it's been a monstrosity of four days jam-packed together. Very little sleep. A lot of just on-the-go, fly stuff. But I'm still feeling very grateful. I'm still feeling very peaceful and blessed. I mean, this is I mean, this is the life I've been working towards. And it's a grind and I love the grind. I usually like seeing more results. Um but I know those are coming in time. Just gotta stay consistent, stay positive, uh, stay focused on what matters. Um you know, I think that there's there's something in this this season of just grinding and suffering that is truly genuinely enjoyable for me right to wake up in the morning and know that (laughs) i have 18 hours of just pure non-stop craziness i love it i love it it's what i live for and to see something growing and building and people getting excited and people getting involved that's always great for me the hardest thing for me now and like it's been cool to get to a point where the biggest limiting factor in my life, in business, in any idea that I'm trying to grow right now is other people. Um, to be at a point where I'm consistently executing on a regular basis, that there's enough people coming through the door, that there's enough um, growth happening, that that kind of burden of growing isn't necessarily just stuck on me as an individual. I don't know who needs to hear this, but keep going, keep pushing, keep working hard, keep your hands, feet, face in the mud, suffer, get down and dirty, Um, whatever you're going through, you can take more of it, you can go harder, you can accomplish, you can succeed, you will succeed, uh, it's important to remind ourselves, remind each other, remind 
our community about what we can accomplish. You know, I'm a firm believer that we are made in the image of greatness. So greatness is within us, but it's up to us to bring it to the light. It's up, up to us to chase, you know, after that greatness to refine ourselves, our mindset, to build habits and patterns, actions that breed success. I say it a lot. I said it last time, success being a choice and building the environment of success, but it truly is everything in life. When you think about it, it's all already there. Success is already there. Peace is already there. Uh, Money is already out there. You just have to build the right ecosystem, build the right environment to bring it, you know, into your life. So something that I've been really working on personally is just, it's just peace. Um, You know, it's been a hectic few days. It's been a hectic year. And finally getting to the point where I realize I can still keep going and pursue peace at the same time. It doesn't have to be a, I have to shut off completely to have peace. Peace is a choice. It's about building the, the habits, the routines, the environment, the relationships that bring peace effectively instead of uh, chasing after things like i just said um you know i'm a firm believer that success is already achieved it's already something it's it's not like a magical you know you do xyz you get these results it's if you build the right environment then it will already, you know, it'll come to pass. And for me, even recently, that's looked like choosing, you know, to build an environment, you have to look at all different aspects. Um, So personally, relationships, time spent on projects, time given to other people, time that I give myself to decompress, to be creative and Learning to manage all of that effectively is the first and foremost, or the, should be the first and foremost priority for anyone looking to um, actively level up or engage a higher sense or higher existence of their being. Um, simple things like staying true to your word, uh, following through, getting up when you say you're going to get up calling people if you say you're going to call them. It makes a difference, but it doesn't make a difference right away. And we live in a quick fix culture. We live in a in a, a society that wants things immediately. They want things without work to, that goes into it. And if you can, like seriously, if you can escape that mentality, if you can look at it from a 10,000 foot view and realize, wait, it really is all about consistency and persistence and how hard and how long you're willing to work, how much you're willing to suffer, then it puts everything in perspective. Because it's no longer a, how will this happen or like why or will this happen? It's a when will it happen? As long as you just consistently execute and grow and actively try to engage what you're learning, you know, things will come to pass. You know, I don't know when it hit me, but uh, just that concept and understanding over the past six months 
has really come to the forefront of my mind. And I think a good analogy would be is if you were looking down a beach and you wanted to draw a line in the sand that was one mile long, but you only ever looked 10 feet ahead of you, you wouldn't know when the end is coming. You just keep consistently working and you just say, cool, just 10 more steps, just 10 more steps, just 10 more steps. And it's that consistency and repetition that would move you so far down the line. And then, you know, look at someone else who starts with the end goal in focus, doesn't get lost in the process, is only seeking the results of, oh, when I can draw, you know, when I finish this line, like, what else can I do? It's great to be able to approach a situation with that vision of what's coming next with the big picture in mind, but you have to be able to go from macro focus to micro actions on a consistent basis. It's like, how does your day stack up, your best day stack up against your worst day? How consistent can you be, you know, even if you're feeling off, even if things fall through, even if you don't get done what you need to, can you still wake up the next day and execute on the same level that you did on your best day? Um, I mean, for me, that changed the game entirely. It took the, took the emotions, it took the fun, like the really, really, really fun stuff brought it down a notch and it took the really, really, really unfun stuff and brought it up a notch Um, or like in a good way up. So it kind of leveled out the highs and lows that you get on a normal, anyone who's living a normal life, I'll say you have highs and lows. And if you, if you don't have highs and lows, I want to know what planet you're from, but learning to manage those comes first and foremost from your actions. I think we live in a society as well that is preaching a message that our feelings should dictate our actions. But science has proven and will probably always continue to prove that our actions shape how we feel. So if I'm feeling down and low energy, I know if I go to the gym and work out, I have an endorphin boost. I feel better. I have higher energy. But if I was going to go with the cultural side of things, I would just say that, oh, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling upset, so I'm going to continue to do nothing. I'm going to continue to be down and upset because my feelings shape my actions. Um, you know, it's the same concept of love. It's like if you if you are in love, it's a choice. Sure, you feel it, but you can spark that. You can make it fade it's all in the power of our hands you know taking responsibility for our actions first and foremost and then learning about the world around us as individuals what works for you what doesn't that's so big in or that's so overlooked but it should be so big in our culture because we're so we're we're so much in tune with oh feelings that the next step logically should be, okay, how can we also get in tune with what we're doing, our actions? I mean, no duh, if you're going to sit on your phone all day and not have great friendships and not aspire towards things and not set goals, then, you know, good luck getting out of whatever situation you're in. But if you're willing to look up, take a deep breath and say, I'm going to do something and see what happens afterwards, chances are you're going to feel the full effect of taking action. Um, 
for me in particular, I, you know, mentioning being kind of on a journey of seeking peace, of being, of having gratitude, being able to give and receive and just embody that personally in my life and build an environment that's, that caters towards it. You know, over the past two months in particular, I, I, I saw a really interesting reverse in how I chose to take action on that concept. So I'd always been the person that was like, you know, if I have results, then I'll be able to take better and more actions. And then once I take actions, then I'll have, you know, more faith in what I'm doing. Once I have more faith in what I'm doing, I'll be more I'll be more grateful for everything that's going on around me. And then once I'm more grateful, I'll be able to be at more peace. And after years of trying to live like that and it never fulfilling me in any way, shape, or form, I said, hold up. Let me go out on a whim here. What if I start with peace? Just say, no, I'm going to choose to actively pursue peace. I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be a carrier of peace. And then I'm going to move towards gratefulness. And I'm going to choose to be grateful for my circumstances. I will count my blessings. I will, I will give and receive freely. And through that, I'm going to have faith in, in what's going on around me. I'm going to have faith in what I'm doing. I'm going to believe that bigger things are possible. And then because of that faith, I'm going to take bigger actions that will materialize. And then with those materializ- materializing come results. And literally in two months, I'm not going to say it was an overnight change, but it, it does feel like an overnight change to see the, the, the ridiculous growth, happiness, joy, peace that comes from just choosing to take that action of change has been amazingly rewarding. I would, I would highly recommend anyone to, to sit down with a notebook you know, write down what you're struggling with, write down what you want to change in your life, and then just start working backwards to where you are now and figure out what you need to do to get out of that rut. And then, you know, most importantly, take action on it. Um, I'm currently working through uh, all of the larger scale launch of the media and marketing agency. And something I keep coming back to is that, like, you know, having been been involved with, done a handful, quite a few um, plans and strategies and seeing ones that materialize and ones that don't, is that the ones that materialize were the ones that were not only made specifically and only with action in mind, but also the ones that were actually executed on by the by the partners, by the partner brands and it sounds so cliche and so just like, yeah, no, duh. But I think it's genuinely something that we overlook. It's like, make big plans, make set big, big goals and have a big vision. But do bite-sized chunks that you can actually execute on. Like, sure, get out of your comfort zone, but don't try to make a million dollars when you can't make 10. You know, don't try to run 100 miles when you can't run one. It's like, just work up slowly to it and if it takes 10 years if it takes five years if it takes five months i guarantee that the consistency that you're willing to put in 
the grind, the hustle, whatever you want to call it, will pay off in the end. It's just, it's that, that's what separates the boys from the men, the the boys from the men, the winners from the losers. Um, it's, it's the consistency and how hard and how long you're willing to work at something before the results come in. You know what's ridiculous is that today, maybe it was yesterday, sometime in the past 36 hours at least, JP Morgan, the largest bank, if I'm not mistaken, just merged its blockchain unit with Ethereum's consensus. What does that mean exactly? Big things, big changes. Some wild, crazy stuff is about to go down in the world of uh, digital currency, uh, I guess was what it would be, like Bitcoin-esque stuff. But uh, yeah, that's a big, big, big change recently. I'm trying to figure out what else is macros happen in, in the world. Obviously, we got the the coronavirus. The death toll is rising. The, the cases are rising. I think it's funny to see how, on that topic in particular, how social media has blown so many things out of proportion, but also raised awareness for things that could have easily been covered up without the mass public getting a hold of it. Um, I mean, we started 2020 with the whole World War II meme, World War Three. I'm sorry, <laughs> late night, World War Three. Uh, jokes, memes, etc. And then we had the, the impeachment trials, and then social media blew up about that. And then we have now the coronavirus. And it's... It's so easy to gauge the attention span now of a mass audience because of, you know, even if you just you just Google news trends and you then match them up with social media trends and you're going to see a crazy correlation. I think it's so cool, but I don't think enough brands and big businesses are taking advantage of the social attention span of our, I'll say even our global culture now on social media to drive consistent interactions on that level it kind of feels like the world itself is just in a massive monopoly attention game and every month someone new gets the spotlight because of some catastrophe but i would love to see that shifted towards you know impactful content impactful messaging impactful um, stories and news do i think it's going to happen not in my lifetime but do I think it's out of the question? Not really. I think that because of the current, you know, cultural climate and conversation that's being driven as a narrative as a whole, and how many more opportunities and connections are, are growing, someone's going to have to champion the, um, like a whole platform per se, that is catered towards connecting individuals connecting individuals to ideas and making sure that those are impactful connections and whoever does is going to be ridiculously wealthy but also probably go down in history as the most impactful human being to build a system to build a platform that would 
you know, genuinely revolutionize how we share information as humans, how we connect with people um, on a more integrated scale than what we already have with social media. I think it'd be sick. I want to see it. I'd invest in it, but uh, don't know of anyone quite yet who's gone to that level. I think that what we're trying to accomplish with Renegades between building a, a community space that could be global because it's tied with a very integrative uh, technology-driven sector to basically blend real-world face-to-face interactions and teams and co-working with uh, the tech, the social media, the, the I'm not going to say AI, but the smart systems to map audiences and, and people and generate connections. Uh, I think that something that is missing in today's social media is like the real world presence that we could have. So building those communities, giving them a space to actually live and breathe face to face as we become more in tune with that as a society. And, you know, whether it happened to be a a citywide thing or a nationwide or even a global concept, either way, it would revolutionize just the community and the communication and the culture in each respective area. So it'd be so cool to see that come to life and make its impact across the world. I would love to know any ideas, hear thoughts, comments, questions, feedback. As always, I appreciate you for listening. Sorry if I drawled on and on. Like I said, it has been a ridiculous past few days. I think I've yawned more times than I can count and had to restart, chop this up, start over. But still, I'm feeling blessed. I'm at peace. I'm very thankful for this opportunity to share on this platform and hopefully reach people and get better, keep practicing, sharing ideas, and connecting with you all as individuals. Peace, blessings, and love, and uh, reach out to me with questions or comments. Thanks, guys.